Hi guys, uh, the episode that you're just about to listen to is generously sponsored by our affiliates, Board Game Crate. Board Game Crate uh, provide a monthly subscription service where they get fresh new games delivered straight to your door. Just head over to www.boardgamecrate.co.uk and furthermore, if you use our discount code UnluckyFrogIsAwesome, all lowercase, all one word, you'll get a cheeky little discount. It's easy to remember because it's true. Hello and welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by two of your usual hosts here, Josh Hartley and Charlotte Porter. Hello. The the less bearded uh, half of the Porter family. How are we doing, Charlotte? Thank you. That's an interesting description of me. I like to think that my lack of beard is not my defining feature. It's not your defining feature, (laughs) but it's certainly one that sets you and Ben apart. That's good. That's good. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Uh, Managed to uh, remove or detach myself from my child for all of an hour, so that's good. Nathaniel will be fine. He'll be strong. (laughs) Uh, Will you be strong? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just have to wait and see. We'll we'll be fine. Uh, And we're also joined by one half of Tip the Table Games, uh, Stevie. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're good, we're good. So uh, Steve's here to talk to us about um, the game that's up on Kickstarter right now. Yes. Right this second. Uh, One survives. Yes. So we'll we'll chat about that in a bit, but we've got some news items on the docket to to cover off. We do. We've got the the big thing on the horizon, just to give a mention to us, obviously, Essence Spiel. It will be happening at the end of the month. Yes. Now, we unfortunately will not be able to go. Because... We, we need to go at some point. Yeah, we would love to go. I'd yeah. love to go. But, uh, yeah, thanks. So. Probably probably not the right time. Nope. <laughs> so, um, of course, obviously, Eschenspiel or, uh, what is it, Potato on a Stick Con, if you're uh, Rob. Potato from... on a Stick <laughs> Con. Yeah, if you're Rob from I Play Red. Okay, right, right. Uh, yes. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that and seeing what comes out of that. That's where a lot of the the big releases come out of, isn't it? The sort of gaming calendar tends yeah, to Yeah, there's usually some big reveals, so we'll watch the space. Yeah. And Ben was saying, actually, for the first time that uh, Games Workshop are going to have a presence. The first time? Yeah. I was actually, surprised by that too I'm myself. actually shocked. Yeah, it does seem a bit surprising. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, have you ever had the the pleasure of uh, popping along to us and uh, Stevie? Unfortunately, not. No, it's it looks like a wonderful experience, but um, I've not had a chance to to get across yet. Yeah, mm. well, we'll, we'll, we'll we're going to do it at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's a matter of when. Yeah, so. it's on the bucket list. Exactly, oh, yeah. exactly. And I'm looking forward to finding out, you know, because you you seem to get little dribs and drabs between now. And the convention mm-hmm. starting of things that are going to be going on, so keep my eyes open for yeah. some stuff that's happening. So looking forward to that. But just uh, uh, some other notable things that have happened uh, lately. Uh, GW have announced a partnership with yes. Marvel Comics. Yes. Now, what do you what, what do you imagine that would entail? Well, so unfortunately, I got really excited thinking. GW are going to do a miniatures game with uh, Marvel license. No, it's the other way around. 
Oh, okay. Marvel Comics are doing a comic with a GW license, which uh, is still cool. Yeah. Still cool, right? But I, I, I kind of wanted a little Spider-Man to paint. <laughs> to put in the I'm sure. I'm sure someone does it somewhere. To be fair, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I, I GW have done their own comics in the past through Black Library. Yeah. Uh, I remember, in fact, Warhammer Monthly was something I used to buy as a as a kid. Yeah. Uh, which had like comics like Carl Jericho, which is set in Necromunda. So cool. I loved it. But um, Marvel are quite as grim dark as the GW universes are. Yeah. So I'm 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 intrigued as to what kind of direction it goes. Well, I'm I'm, I'm hopeful, but mm-hmm. like you're saying, we'll need to wait and see what it's going to look like and what the stories are going to be and yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think the the final thing that we wanted to cover was a uh, one of our favourite games of the year. Yes. I'm not I'm not jumping the gun saying that, right? Well, no. Uh, but then I realised that actually, I don't think I've played many new games this year. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the only new game I've played this no, year. No, we've played others, right? Yeah, well, I'm trying to think. Games that came out this year alone. Guys, we'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> uh, but Wingspan have uh, announced an expansion. Yes, yeah. Uh, European Birds. Yeah. Charlotte. I haven't been this excited about birds since. <laughs> Charlotte, I haven't been this excited about birds. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Uh, we, we were actually, uh, Stevie, we were talking before we started recording about Wingspan. You you, uh, you were saying you attempted to pick it up at Tabletop Scotland, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I was kind of hovering, hovering round about it and uh, was very close to, to, to pulling the trigger and, and buy it, but uh, time ran away with me and we were, we were quite busy. Uh, yeah, so Bob, it, it's it's certainly on my my list to pick up. Aye. I I would highly recommend it. Yeah. It's a gorgeous game, and yeah, even it, with a ton of content to begin with, and now even more. Yeah. So uh, well, even cool. even the fact my um my sister came with me as chaperone to Tabletop Scotland because obviously I had a three week old baby. Yeah. In check, so she came with me. She's no interest in board games in any any way whatsoever. Um, but she was really taken by the artwork. I found her sneaking off at one point and being like, "Oh, look at this game!" And I've like, "I've got it." And she's like, yeah. "You've got it's it." Really, it's very striking. It's very striking. Exactly. <laughs> it's beautiful artwork. Um, yeah. And I'm excited to see. You. I just love the. But again, I never thought I'm interested in weird and sort of obscure things. But actually, I really enjoy reading the cards. There's always a wee bit of information. A little bit. A little bit. Bottom. A little tidbit yeah. about uh, the bird. Yeah. What's the one that we really like? Is it the turkey? I got excited when I played a turkey, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just, are you guys ready? Yeah. And what, what would be in the... Uh, what would be in the... Because uh, the, it's a European expansion, isn't it? Right, now you're, 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 you're trying to pull on my non-existent <laughs> knowledge of uh, of birds. birds. So yeah. I have no idea. I've got a pal, though. Uh, my pal Tom, he is a ranger for the National Trust. Oh, really? So what he, he lives out on the Farne Islands... Off the northeast <gasps> coast of England. With the puffins. Looking after puffins, yes. <gasps> oh, uh, yeah. Would he be? This is one thing I, I question. Would he be interested in this game because uh, he works in that line of work? My brother mm-hmm. is a massive train fanatic. He's always had train sets. He now works on the train lines. Mm-hmm. That's his job. And we were saying that he's one of the only people we know that actually took his childhood dream. 
and oh, Tom, need it around. Yeah, t- t- Tom's <laughs> like that for me as well because he's yeah. always been uh, into nature and birds. Yeah. So uh, I've got Tom playing board games in the past. Yes. Uh, specifically, I'm not even like a light one. I got yeah. him playing Twilight Struggle because yeah. uh, Tom and I, we did A-level history together. Uh, so we studied like yeah. communism and he finds it really interesting. So uh, I I I think he would definitely give it a go. Yeah. Um mecha- the thing the thing with wingspan is mechanically doesn't have an awful lot to do with the birds. No. The birds are kind of just like the flavor yeah. of the game. Uh but I, I still think he'd enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and it, at the end of the day it's a well-designed game. So yeah. there's no reason why he wouldn't. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Do we have a release date for that? Um, release date of November 22nd. There we are. So you so can get your, your feathers on that. There we go. So get it in time at Christmas. But also, apparently, just looking at this, um, there will be some versions available at Essenspiel. Oh. So if you are going, you can pick up an early copy. There we go. Fantastic. Mm, excellent. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Anyway... Now that we've got the uh, news bits and pieces out of the way, uh, Stevie, you're here to talk about uh, One Survives, which is currently on live on Kickstarter. Yes. So we, Charlotte and I, we played this last yes. year. We spoke about it on the podcast mm, in our right. um, Glasgow Games Fest roundup mm-hmm. because uh, we'd played the very, very, very first prototype. And if I even remember correctly... You had literally just sort of sat down two weeks earlier, had come up with the idea and started coming up with the, you know, the cards and writing down the cards um, and getting it all sorted. And you came to Glasgow Games Fest with a game. Absolutely. Yeah, point. absolutely. So um, the, the kind of backstory is uh, my brother-in-law and, I, brother-in-law and I were on holiday with our families. Um, we've both got teenage sons and and, uh, and we were we were struggling to find a game that we had with us that kind of captured the attention of our of our sons specifically. Yeah. They mm-hmm. were horror fans. They know that they were fifteen years old. They were they, they would kind of take a sideways glance at the games that we had in our bag, and and so we thought right, well let's let's try and think of something that's going to be engaging for them uh, that they can they, they can contribute to and we can we can talk about the different things that we might want to do. And and we we literally sat in an, in an airport hotel with little bits of paper uh coming up with a theme coming up with the mechanics as we were, we were kind of dis- discussing the games that we like to play and and things that we could you know uh, leverage from different parts and, and try and bring it together to to, to have a game of our, of our own um mm-hmm. so it was it was fr- from that to the point where we first met uh yourselves it was probably three and a half weeks and we went from having uh, handwritten little pieces of paper blowing about in the breeze to handwritten <laughs> cards uh so it wasn't a massive evolution at that point but we, we thought we had something and so yeah when we saw we were go, we were going to go to um glasgow games festival anyway so we thought who's the chance to to try it out on some some people who you know aren't family members uh don't have any skin in the game and mm-hmm. just to see if if the idea had legs so yeah. it, was, it was quite an interesting experience yeah. So, just as an overview for, uh, for for those who didn't listen to our episode last year, what, what, describe the game. What what is it? What's the premise? What do you do? Sure. So, uh, the game itself is a, a set collection, kind of 
take that style card game, um, very small form factor. It's it's themed around eighties classic horror. So a lot of yeah. the the standard horror tropes that you'll have seen in some of your favorite horror movies are all there. It's the 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 story behind it is it's a a school trip, a school boat trip specifically that you know runs aground on a seemingly deserted island, but things are not quite as they seem, and there's a there's a killer on the island, and it's the killer's job to try and bump off the the other players. And uh, like I say, there's a, a set collection mechanic. And you know it's very much competitive. There's there's not much cooperation going on. Yeah, I like that's certainly how our game played out. It yes, was absolutely. very much every man for themselves. Yes. <laughs> so going back to Glasgow Games Festival, when you've just took uh, this, this new this new game, you've just created it. Uh, what what was that experience like? What kind of feedback were you getting? We went into it not knowing quite what to expect. I have to say, you know, we had a, a little handwritten sign that said, you know, playtesters wanted. and uh, mm-hmm. but, but people were, were so super friendly. They, they came over. They, they were genuinely interested in what we were trying to do. And once we started to talk to people about the concept behind it and the, the theme, you know, we, we, not, we noted straight away that, that there seemed to be a gap in what was available. There was, you know, a million zombie games. There was... You know, there was whatever the flavor of the month. There was loads of those, but there didn't seem to be this horror-themed game that that you know scratched that particular itch for for people. And so, you know, that gave us a bit of confidence that we were on we were on to something. And mm-hmm. uh, even just playing a couple of games with with people as they came and sat down and uh, gave us their feedback, it allowed us just to sort of tweak things that we maybe weren't quite sure about or um, start to thinking about how how to properly balance the game. Um, and yeah. you know, even from from that point, things have changed a fair bit, but there's there's still a lot of that core game from from eleven months ago that that's still there. Um, sure. So it's 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 good to see how it's came on. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right about the theme. By the way, that was I think that was one of the first things I said to Charlotte when we we left the table. It was like I can't believe I can't think of another game off the top of my head. That yes. has yeah. the theme of eighties slasher. slasher films. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, kudos for for picking yeah. that out. <laughs> Thank you. The thing that I came away with was the um, the mechanic in it that you're trying to escape the island. It also gives you an element of control over the killer. You can sort of send the the you slasher. Have, you can have the killer jump out at someone <laughs> yeah. on, like... on a wild goose chase around the island. <laughs> no, I, and I, I love that. Absolutely, absolutely, and 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 that was that was something that we kind of stumbled on right right from the start was, um, when when a player is attacked by the killer, they've they've got to try and either defend themselves or run away, and so they're yeah. they're playing a, a card from their hand, essentially out of their turn, so they're they're a, a card down, and that makes the, the the job of them trying to collect the set that little bit harder, yeah. uh, and so they're kind of you start to. There's a sort of element of of danger that creeps in because you you don't want your hand to go so low that it becomes difficult for you to to collect the component parts yeah. to get off the island. Yeah, yeah. I, I did want. I, I do wonder was was there a version of the game or like uh, was it an idea maybe at very early on that uh, one player would play the killer or did you discount that quite quickly? Do you know it was something that we talked about. And we've we've played games where you know it's it's one versus the rest of the group, and yeah. some people like that, 
some people are not so keen. Um, so what we thought was it, it's it's a it's a game where everyone has the chance to upset the the rest of the players. Um, you know, throw a, throw a spanner <laughs> on the works of of their plan. And it's yeah. it's it's funny the number of times that you you know you think you've got a strategy, uh, you think it's working for you, somebody does something to you, and that just you have to totally pivot and go yeah. for another way of 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 trying to win. And having having multiple win conditions, you know, a lot of people thought that it was perhaps going to be quite complicated, but at, at the core, it's it's not complicated at all. But there's a sort of level of hidden depth that you can mm. you can kind of exploit. So it's um, it's proven to be quite you know explaining it to people can sometimes be a lot they, once they've once they've got it they've they've well and truly got it and uh, so yeah. it's really been it's been good for us. So. so what I was going to say was one of the things obviously we'd seen it at Glasgow Games Fest it was literally just white cards with the text written on it there was had, nothing. They had some sample art I think. Even even at that point, no. All the imagination. Yeah. But we did catch a glimpse of the game um, at Tabletop Scotland, Mm -hmm. um, and it seems to have come so far um, that the 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 the, what you have gone for in terms of the artwork is absolutely stunning. Um, So I was just like, you know, even looking through the Kickstarter page itself, all the blood splatter, all the sort of very iconic. Like you're saying, sort of eighties tropes and things like that yeah. really come through in the artwork of the cards. Yeah, we're so, we're nothing if not great. thematic. Um, yes, you know, yes. We, we really kind of lean on it because you know it's it is popular. It's it's certainly got it's certainly it's certainly got an audience. Um, but that something that we 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 started talking to artists, and we were really keen for for the game to have um, striking artwork. You know, all it's all hand-drawn digital artwork mm-hmm. yeah. totally original there was the, part of me was thinking you know we could go quickly we could try and move quicker and use kind of stock art and, and things like that but you, you don't get the same feel that way yeah and so yeah. we've um we, we chose this approach and we've you know we've worked with some you know that the artists that we've worked with have been absolutely fantastic and uh it's it's really it really brings the game to life in my opinion you've gone for a very realistic art style you know, you could have opted for a sort of comical, like over the top, yeah, yeah, stuff, which is quite common in a lot of the sort of horror themed get horror horror themed games you get nowadays. Zombie side, yeah, you <laughs> get sort of very animate, which then sort of lessens the impact of the horror a bit mm-hmm. because there's a sort of comical element. But yours is very, very realistic, but still doesn't create a sense of. Or does create a sense of fear? Mm. I really, I'm just looking at the bloody dax right no, now. I, I, Iron you up, bloody dax. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm looking at the the art, and do you know what? It, it, it evokes very much Friday the Thirteenth for yeah. me. What, what's the summer camp they're at at oh, Friday the Thirteenth? You know what I'm on. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, the name escapes me too. That's, I've seen, yeah. I've seen that really film so many me times, it's really it's going to annoy me <laughs> tremendously. Lake I've something. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Crystal Crystal something. Crystal Lake. Yeah, it it's something along those. It's something along that, that uh, line. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but you but know, I... something that we liked was uh, we, we've we've got there's there's um, cards that have the same location, but one of them moves you there, and the other one moves the killer there. And what we wanted to do was have this this real um, a, a differentiated view of it. When 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 mm. you're there, it's fine. It's light. Uh, you know, you're on a, you're on an island that it looks beautiful at times, and then. When it's the killer's turn to be in that particular location, you know the the 
uh, the whole kind of uh, feel of it changes and it becomes much more ominous. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's really cool. No, and uh, so obviously the Kickstarter is... How long is the Kickstarter up for? So it's it's running for, uh, for a month. Uh, it started on okay. the 1st of October. And uh, oh, yet again, so... to, be, to be totally in theme, <laughs> ends, ends on Halloween. Five minutes to midnight. I wouldn't expect on Halloween. anything less. Oh, it was, it was too good an opportunity to turn down. It really <laughs> yeah. was. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and when are you hoping to get the product into people's hands? So we've, we've looked at the timescales. We think we can have it um, delivered by December. Uh, mm-hmm. we've, wow. We've, yeah, you know, we're, we're working on, on completing the art. The, once we've. The, some of the funding from the Kickstarter allows us to get there. We've, we've got a large chunk of the artwork done, but we just need to get that over the line. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've we've been in contact with printers. We've got a, a, a good uh, arrangement lined up, and we've used mm-hmm. them for doing some test uh, decks, and they've been able to turn those around very quickly. So, fingers crossed, everything goes to plan. It, it should be in the hands in people's hands for for December time. Fantastic. That's brilliant. Yeah. Especially because we've been talking about in the past as well that a lot of Kickstarters, I think the last conversation we had around Kickstarter was how I've been put off backing a lot of games that you maybe have to wait two years for. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. no, you know, it's a big ask, you know, to put down this money up front for something that might be two years down the line. Two months? I can get behind that. Yeah, exactly. Get behind that. Exactly. So I'm just having a look at the Kickstarter just now, and I noticed that you've actually got some of your higher pledges mm-hmm. uh, give you the opportunity to be in the game. Absolutely, yeah. So um, there's there's six characters uh, mm-hmm. that are, players can either choose or you know they can randomly draw them uh, from, from the deck. And what we what we thought would be good would be get to give people the the ability to have their you know their likeness in the game. So yeah. uh, it's it's I think at at the time that we're talking just now, I think three. Of the characters, or maybe even four of the characters, have gone. So there's a few left, um, but it's just a, a, a novel way for people to become part of something that you know you don't really get that chance uh, to to have you know your likeness uh, as part of a game that's going to be available. So you know, we thought it'd be, there thought it'd be quite interesting. Really nice about it because actually, um, our cat Sylvester is the burglar cat. And Kitty Cataclysm. Yeah, I remember, by, um, I remember this. Stuff by Bez. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's great. We just love it that we know that every time we, every time I see it, I'm like, Sylvester's in that. That's, <laughs> that's Sylvester. Whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, there's Sylvester. Yeah. So having yourself in a game, that's awesome. Yeah. I'd love that's that. Awesome. I'd love that. Do you think I'd make a good cheerleader? I think you make the best cheerleader. Seeing you now with your bunchies and your pom-poms. Mm. <laughs> I can't unsee this now, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, for, for the benefit of listeners uh, and Stevie as well, for that matter, I, I'm wearing normal guy clothes and I'm my hair is not in bunches. So he says. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, so we, we, we've talked a lot about yeah, what inspired the theme and where that came from. But um, in terms of the gameplay and the mechanics, you mentioned obviously it's set collection, it's... Uh, uh, take that as well. So, so what, um, what, 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 ins- what did you draw on inspiration-wise for that? Um, I'm, I'm, it's it's actually quite a tough question to to answer. Uh, what we really wanted the the, the main kind of uh, idea that we had was was really about 
uh, that people were in control of what they were doing while also trying mm-hmm. to negatively impact the, the people they're playing against. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of <laughs> a sick and twisted way. It's, you know, especially if you're playing with family and friends, who, who doesn't like uh, getting what, one up on someone? Um, so oh, yeah. it was. It was really. We, we didn't. We didn't really think about you know actually lifting uh, mechanics and, and trying to merge them together. What, what we really wanted to do was come up with a way of of uh, giving someone a clear a clear way to win, while mm-hmm. also, like I say, also being able to to um, throw that spanner in, in the works for for the people they're playing against. You're right. That's it's. It is like the most satisfying thing. In, and particularly like now because there's loads of co-op games around yeah. where you're supposed to get on but I like the fact though I suppose I don't normally like games that are competitive like that mm-hmm. but I think the fact that going into the game you know that that is ah you know the score yeah right from the beginning I hate games where it's like whoa are they going to be your buddy or not because <laughs> I just yeah we've, don't have we've, patience for we've, that we've, we've, we've nearly fallen out over that you either like me or you don't don't dick on me halfway through. Because <laughs> I will make you pay. Mm-hmm. Josh can testify to that. Yeah, don't mess with Charlotte. <laughs> she will destroy you. In-game. Yes. Uh, uh, so, um, obviously you mentioned that uh, part of the reason that you both uh, started this project was uh, both of your sons had this mutual uh, admiration for uh, 80s horror so so what i i want uh if, if you were going to be the teacher what what's the homework assignment here what what movies do i need to watch to get, <laughs> oh. into, uh, to get into this do you know what there's there's we've tried to we've tried to avoid uh focusing in on, on one particular um horror franchise and yeah. just try to give it a really you know dark feel across the board i wouldn't i wouldn't you know i think you're you're quite right that the um friday the 13th um the halloween series we've 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 kind of tipped our hat towards that um yeah. but you know nothing nothing too close to that mark but anyway. no exactly exactly uh so i uh, i personally i i always love evil dead yeah, oh, as well. Obviously, it's a zombie film, kind yeah. of. But like, yeah, I, I just love. I love how the. I go well, like that, I just love how it progressed from you know being semi-serious for Evil Dead, got a little <laughs> bit crazy Evil Dead Two, and then Army of Darkness is just bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Two's my favorite one. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, two it's is brilliant. my favorite. It's it's uh, basically ninety minutes of Bruce Campbell going nuts. Who wouldn't want that? No, yeah, absolutely. Who not want exactly. that? Yeah. Perfect film, ten out of ten. <laughs> well, the other thing that comes that you know, just sort of looking at the artwork and stuff, I'm just thinking, is there thoughts to maybe release a soundtrack to go along with it? <gasps> Do you know what? Oh. We've not we've not even yeah. thought about that, but that's that's wonderful. Awesome. Having having an or an app that you can just press yes. and and just uh, pipes in, you know, mood music. That, that would we be. We do that. Yeah, when we're playing Betrayal. Yeah. When we're playing, what are they, uh, there's a couple of games we've done it with. Pandemic. Pandemic, we've yeah, done that for. Quite suspenseful. Yeah, but absolutely. I think actually if you had proper sort of eerie music in the background, just to add that, that degree of suspense. There's, there's got to be a soundboard out there, yeah. right, that just whenever you move the killer can just go, That would be wonderful. What's happening? Yeah. But uh, in a good way. It's not going to turn into some atmosphere or something. Oh, I love atmosphere. <laughs> it's, 
terrible, but it's it's wonderful. Yes. Uh, all of those all of those videos are available on YouTube. If you yeah. if, you, if you ever just want to watch an hour long, uh, you know, a, a, a timer counting down, and then every now and again a, a face shouting at you, um, <laughs> check it out on YouTube. We played it last year on our live stream. That was our live stream. Yeah. Was, uh, atmosphere. Oh, magic. Was, uh, we had the VHS. Yeah, it was Kenny Lee uh, and, and Lawrence from um, uh, Dice Roll Cafe oh. had looked out their video recorder oh, fantastic. and their VHS. I think had to borrow one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. It's like, I, I, I don't know where I'd get a VHS player yeah. from anymore. Yeah. Like... But it was brilliant. And I just remember the last 10 minutes being so tense. Yeah. Oh, so it frantic. <laughs> but it's an awful game. Oh, no, absolutely. It's so bad. It, it was totally sold to you. The adverts for it at the time were fantastic. Uh, oh, it was, yeah. it, you know, in terms of innovation, kudos to them for, for coming up with something that, yeah. that you know, people are still talking about now. Yeah, yeah that's I, true. I just remember it funny, though, because um, obviously, you know, they pick out characters. So it was like, oh, the youngest one. The young one. And that was Ben. Yeah. Who's that? Does it probably looks like the most intimidating out yes. of all of us? But here was this guy trying to like belittle him on the. And conversely, <laughs> I think Kenny was the eldest yeah, elder right. of a lot of us, and you'd have put Ben in. Yeah. Like, no disrespect to your husband, but <laughs> you'd have put Ben and Kenny the other way around yeah. if you were to look at them. <laughs> it's the beard. Yeah, the beard. The be- I, I Always can't comes imagine. Back to I the cannot beard. imagine Ben without a beard. Well, maybe share a picture of his driving license. Oh no! Don't do that. It's not got a beard on it. It's not got a beard on it at all. Yeah. Well, my driver's license is awful as well. So, (laughs) you know, if 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 your driver's license doesn't have an awful photo of you from your teens, is it really your driver's license? Or makes you look like a serial killer? Or makes you look like a serial killer? Indeed. (laughs) Or both. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Anyway, uh, so just before we go, Stevie, if uh, if people are wanting to find out more and uh, take part in the Kickstarter, where can they find more information? Absolutely. So we're, we're across all social media platforms as, as One Survives. So at One Survives on Twitter and, and uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, also available on Facebook uh, as One Survives. And if you, if you search for One Survives on Kickstarter, uh, we are, we're the, the number one hit. So uh, you don't have to... to scroll too far to find us and of course we'll have all of the relevant links in the show notes uh, below that would be fantastic well. that would be fantastic yes thank you yeah well anyway uh, I think on that note yes. guys that's all we've got time for so thank you very much for listening and until next time take care bye bye <laughs> Thank you.